Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So according to the internet, I now have an excuse for when I come home and I smell like I've been at the bar all day. That This was just an elaborate cover story for me to uh, <laughs> soak myself in beer before I come home at... Uh, it's not a bad plan. That's yep. not what happened, but uh, we could we could call it that. You get pulled over for just a regular traffic stop, <laughs> and you're telling them, "No, here's what happened on Better Call Saul." <laughs> and then I do a show with. Do you know with who Al. Howard Hamlin is? <laughs> Let's start right there. Do you know Howard? Wears white collars, you know, and got the cuff, French cuff shirts. Do you know Howard? Drives a, drives a, a Jag that says so not I, a stay I was doing on the, the back. show this morning because Al, you know, I wanted to prove to him we have a Heineken can that's been yeah. in the studio for a long time. He's like, what the hell is this guy talking yeah, about? Just go. Have you ever gotten stopped in for the, the, not like the checkpoint, but you're doing something on the road and they think you've been drinking and they stop you? Have you ever no, had that one? Not on that. Twice for me. Really? Both times what late time? at night. Are you a terrible driver? No, it was it was really late at night, right? I was actually coming home from work. Well, once was coming home from work. I worked at uh, KYT up in Santa Barbara, an ABC affiliate. Mm-hmm. And we'd finished the 11 o'clock newscast, and we'd hung out a little bit and just chit-chatting. Over. It's like 1230 at night, kind of when people start to trickle out of the bars. Um, I was messing with the radio, trying to find something that I liked, and kind of started to drift out of my lane a little bit. Eating a cheeseburger? Light, lights come on. And they stopped me. Have you been drinking? No. Coming from where do you work? Right up the hill here, KYT. The fly, eyeballs, uh, flashlight. Uh, yeah. Let you go. Right. The, I wasn't. The other time, studying for a test in college. It's two o'clock in the morning. Um, I decide that I need something to eat or drink, and we go to Seven Eleven. It's the only thing open at two o'clock in the morning. Right. I get a big thing of orange juice. Pulling out of the parking lot, and the thing in the cup holder falls out, and the orange juice is going oh, all over. So I'm trying to mop up the orange juice. Lights come on. Been drinking? No. It's, now, now it's 2 a.m. I'm in a college town. I was at 7-Eleven. Oh, he thought oh, 100%. Yeah. Nope. I actually had to do the, the little blowy thing. Yeah? Yeah, and 0. 0.0. I'm like, yeah, that's right. Now what you got? <laughs> All right, go home. Be Why were you getting orange juice at 2 a.m.? It felt like I needed a little juice. Screwdriver. Little, little, <laughs> little, little, little not juice coffee, to get it Not coffee, not like an energy drink. I'm just, yeah. that's, I'm just hung up on orange juice I, as a breakfast yeah, drink. Yeah, that's fine. You can have it for ju- for breakfast. I will have it at 2 a.m. studying Odd. for a political science final. Uh, one more. This is the new person. You know what this Twitter handle is? What is it? Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Okay, that's what comes okay. from him. Um, let's, oh, that's the wrong one. I read it wrong. This obviously is right below. This is from Matt. Not nearly as funny. But Matt writes, if you see a kid throwing a tantrum in the supermarket, do you mad dog the kid and throw him an evil sneer when the parents aren't looking? Hashtag ask. No, I give, give parents a little look. So like, that, yeah, you know, you got to- this, I'm going to defend parents here for a second. Mm-hmm. Every kid... Will throw that tantrum in the grocery store, in the at, at, wherever it might be. Yeah, there's only so much you can do. You, yep. And the only thing to do is pretend it's not happening. Because mm-hmm. the second you try to get it to stop, the little junior has taken control of the situation. Mm. <laughs> he has. The, you gave him the attention he you, was looking you, you for. Got, he got you to stop doing what you were doing to engage in him. So when little 
Tiffany or, or, or uh, Tommy is throwing himself on the ground and kicking and screaming because he can't have Fruit Loops, just keep it moving. I'm just, I'm just saying that's uh, it's good. It's good parenting 101 advice right there. Uh, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Um, let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to David. David, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, David? Hey, guys. I just wanted to uh, talk about the Juan Soto. I mean, I'm okay if they get him. It would be great to add another humongous bat to the lineup. But at the same time, I'm okay if we don't. Here's the reason. Our outfield is pretty much, you know, when Chris Taylor comes back, I know he plays a little bit of left, a little bit of second base. But I really think we need to add someone to the bullpen or, or to our starting rotation. That way we don't run into the same thing we did last year is having a pitcher try to come on four days rest or come out of the bullpen like not supposed to. And it hurts us in the long run. What do you guys think? Well, and one, I, one more thing yeah. to add to add to your guys' uh, uh, Camp 710. I called John Ireland and Clinton Ake yesterday, and I told them they need to check out Cava Robles. It's up in Paso Robles. Uh, amazing campsite. I think you guys should check that out. Um, wineries all over the place. The Firestone 805 Brewery, 15 minutes oh, away. Oh, no, Travis is in. Yeah, Travis in now. Thank you, David. Paso Robles is not around the corner. Three hours. <laughs> At least. Yeah. At least. Paso Robles seems like now we're getting a little far. Fish, but wineries and breweries certainly help. Um, I think they'll do something. I think they'll do something at the deadline. I, I think what's interesting, what David was, was bringing up right there, Slee, is Chris Taylor is going to be back soon. He was running and doing some things, so he's close. Justin Turner is in the lineup today. He's been out for a while. He's going to play. Mm-hmm. Max Muncy's out of the lineup. Muncy's hitting a buck 50 out. Mm-hmm. He's not getting on base. His, his OBP is just barely over 300, which for him is very, very low. He strike, Max Muncy does not strike out a ton. He had three strikeouts, and they were pretty ugly, ugly. strikeouts, yeah. too, along the way. So here's what's going to happen. Chris Taylor's going to come back, which means Jake Lamb and or Trace Thompson does not have a play. And, and look, I hope to be wrong here because I want it to work out for Michael. I want it to work out for Trace. The fact that Chris Taylor is a right-handed hitter is not good news for Trace. Sure. It's it's just it's just not so. Taylor's going to come back, but it does feel like they've got this weird thing at the back end. They're, they're they're winning every night, so I think you just continue to roll it as long as you can until it becomes a problem. But once you get to the point, you can't have a guy, you can't have one guy hitting two hundred, another guy hitting one fifty in your lineup back to back. That's not going to work. There is, I don't think there's going to be any overreaction when you're in July. But you're right. You know, you get closer to you're in a playoff series. Every freaking person matters. For sure. And that's not to say there aren't holes in every lineup in Major League Baseball. And the Dodgers actually seem to have less holes than everybody else. But Muncie, if I'd have told you before the season started, Muncie was the guy. Like Bellinger, you could say, okay, well, he has a track record for the last two years to show that maybe this is who he is moving forward. But Muncie? And it's not like it's it's not like he's been 220. No. He's been 150. You'd have to get screaming hot to get to 220. Yeah, it's it's one fifty something. Look, okay, one fifty two. Here's four. what it is. Oh no, one fifty eight. He had that terrible elbow injury at the end of last season, right? Mm-hmm. Which which was awful. He you know he reaches into the line, That's his right. elbow gets bent the wrong way, and he's out for the postseason. Mm-hmm. He really has not been the same since. since then. Yeah. It, it may be something that's lingering, or it could be my elbow hurts a little bit. So I'm going to swing the bat a little bit. Here's the chain of events that leads to a really good hitter like Max Muncie hitting a buck fifty eight. Bad injury. Nobody's fault. 
coming back, and it doesn't feel great. But if I swing the bat a little bit like this, it takes a little bit of pressure off. Now, all of a sudden, I'm not swinging the bat the way that I used to. Overcompensating. Overcompensating. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, I'm not getting hits the way that I used to. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, I'm pressing. Now, all of a sudden, I'm swinging at worse pitches. Now, all of a sudden, I'm I'm in my own head. Bingo. Mm -hmm. A little bit of time for him to kind of sit and watch or him to face some less than major league caliber pitching, I do not think would be the end of the world. I'm not saying, like, send him down, send him down. I'm saying let's get a rehab assignment and, and get him some pitches that he can kind of rediscover a swing. He's an important part of what they if do. there's a time to do it, isn't it now? I mean, you wait any longer, you're close to September. If there's a time to kind of try to see if you can right some of his wrong, doesn't it feel like it would be right now? Now would be a good time. Now, especially with JT coming back, mm-hmm. you've got the you've got the the infielders. What you need, you can fill in Gavin Lux in different it's, places. It, you're not the Dodgers are not in a position where if Max Muncy's not in the lineup, oh my gosh, watch! No, they're not in that spot. So like they have the luxury of doing something like this. Okay, so I will be out at UCI on Saturday afternoon, yep. one o'clock to four o'clock. Myself and Kirk will be doing a little Rams training camp show. Um, if you're going to come out, come on out and press the flesh, as Chris likes to say, and Talk a little bit about the Rams. Talk a little bit about uh, whatever it is you want to talk about. But the Rams are picked to go 12-5. and five. Like, you know, they do the polls. The experts in Vegas has the over-under and all these numbers and, and what it is. Isn't everybody and their brother signing up for 12-5 and five right now, knowing that schedule? If I said to you, Slee, right now, the Rams are 12-5. and five. Don't even worry about who the 5 are or who the 12 are. 12-5, and five, considering they have the toughest schedule in the league, that is a huge accomplishment if they get through that at 12-5. and five. Buffalo. One of the teams picked to win the whole thing. Sure. San Francisco, they got to play them twice. We know how difficult that is. Yep. Dallas, a playoff team. Division um, favorite. Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Vegas, who's considered to make it. Kansas sure. City, considered to obviously be a, a, a team of uh, the Chargers, another one. Denver. You win 12 games this upcoming year. That sounds like a fantastic regular season. They only have three or four like layups. They play Carolina. They play Atlanta. There, there might be one or two others that I'm forgetting in there. But they don't have a lot of bad teams on their schedule. Seattle, all- Seattle's going to be bad, but it's a division game. You never really know how that one's going to go. And it's all also to – I think the NFL is a perfect example. Um, getting into the postseason and feeling like you're right getting into the postseason should be their top priority, right? Because they're not a team that – if you haven't won it all, Buffalo might feel like, you know what, we gotta, we got to have home court or home field. It just feels like if that game against Kansas City was in Buffalo, maybe we win that game. I don't think the Rams are in that spot. Rams proved last year. Now, they maybe got a little lucky. They didn't have to go to Green Fortunate, Bay. I'll go. But they went to Tampa, sure. and, and even though it was ugly the way everything all shaped up, they delivered at the end. They get the win. They, they move on and then eventually take care of business against the uh, 49ers. I think the way they approach the regular season is different than some of the other teams out there. If you get in and you feel good coming in and your guys are healthy, I think that's all the Rams need. Not to say don't have a couple games at SoFi. I'm not I'm not trying to uh, make the point that they don't need SoFi as, as a, an assistance there because I think SoFi Like a home field advantage? Yeah, home yeah. field advantage. But I don't think it's going to be as important as other teams. You win 12 games, you're in an unbelievable spot. I, I, it, okay, so I think we're, we're all in agreement that 12 is like, yeah, t- t- if you could – Put 12 wins in the bank right now. Every, nobody's saying, you know what, I think they're going to get 13 or 14. 12 feels maxed out. Would you take 11? If yeah. they said, look, 11, yes. 11, 11 and mm-hmm. 6 feels – would you take 10? I think 10's low for them. 10 and 7 feels low to them. Right? Yeah. Like they, that feels 
11 is like that sweet spot where you're like, no, it's a good, that's a good year. 11 wins the division. I, I can't see Arizona winning 12. No. That ain't I, I, San Francisco's not going to win 12 games. They got a rookie car, rookie ish quarterback. Seattle's in a full yeah, rebuild. Yeah, you win 11. 11 games, wins the division. 11, you win the division. Yeah. T- 10 might win the division. Just, you know, look, they had the, the, the team that's the second best team in your division just put a homework clause in their $200 million quarterback's contract. <laughs> okay. So I don't, I don't know how good I'm feeling about them running down the ring. By the way, if I'm, a, I, I was thinking about this yesterday. If you're a member of the Arizona Cardinals, and you and, and I saw that, who's worse? Who looks? Is it? Is it a? Does it look worse for? Yes. Kyler Murray or the Cardinals? Both. You got to pick one. Pick I, one. Kyler Murray because it, it's an indictment of his work yeah. ha- habits, but it but by a point one, it, it's not by much. It, it looks. Really How would you bad like to be both. a teammate of his? And and you're like, wait, hold on a second. He takes up twenty percent of their cap. Twenty mm-hmm. percent, one player, mm-hmm. and they have to tell him, "Hey, listen, can you put down the Xbox? Can you turn off the TV and just give me an hour a day?" Hypothetically, that's ridiculous. I would sleep. Yeah, if I, if you and I are doing this show, mm-hmm. and I and you were making, you know, eighty percent of the money that goes onto this show, which is basically the equivalent of what he has over there, right? And I'm thinking that you never turn on the TV to do anything other than play Call of Duty. And, and well, I would be furious. Here's the thing. What if he's playing Madden? Does that mean anything? You know what's Independent hilarious? Study. You know what's hilarious? What if he's playing I Madden? I guarantee you he's like, like, play a lot of Madden. Does that not count? That it was specifically it. written into his deal. Hey, listen. Can you not have the video games on when you're like, watching what games? What if film? I don't watch? That's what if I don't watch? Any of the sports that's going on, but I listen to radio podcasts. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, I, I do radio. No additional media, Slee. It's in the deal. You can't have the TV on while you're doing your homework, young man. I mean, this is what we're talking about. And the Cardinals look just as bad for, hey, we'll still give them all the money. It's Well, ludicrous. the Cardinals also look bad because I'm sure there's other players around the league saying, you guys just made, you guys embarrassed the hell out of this guy. You want me to come play for your organization? Looks pretty stupid. You all right over there? It looked like you're about holding in a sneeze or something. It looked like, like a you're about to die. So I was like, let me just move over right. and play it smooth. <laughs> like but no, no, thank Al, you. Al having a stroke? Are you all right? Over? Like I, was, I had that moment of concern. Remember when I got the cramp? And you're like, hey, uh, everything. I thought you were maybe going down remember, for Remember you second. had the cramp and Carlo was like, this is great. Carlo thought it was funny. Yeah. Carlo was like, this is great. Let me get my right. camera was on. Funny. Everybody turns on you eventually. Yeah, but see, I know you think it's funny. You've never been on our team to begin with. You, you, you are you are always rooting for chaos, anyway. Content. So that, that I, yeah, I understand content. She sounds like she's hanging that. out with Chris a lot. Yeah, she's rubbing off, or I should say, he's rubbing off on her. All right, so that's the Rams. Um, win total for the Chargers. I, I'm going to need you as the biggest Charger fan I know to help me with something. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. 
That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Bonus Ask Slee. This is from our pal Christopher Holmes. You ready, Al? Let's do it. Uh, Al's favorite word, bro, has many different meanings depending on the delivery. Slee, can you give a dramatic reading of the word bro to represent the following emotions? Are you ready? Okay, go. Number one, upset. Bro. It sounded angry. That's my definition of upset. (laughs) Upset and angry are different, no? Like upset could be bro. Bro. That's better. I did the same thing. I did the same exact thing. On purpose, I didn't change it. (laughs) On purpose, I didn't change it. I don't know if it's on purpose. And you took it like... Mm, okay. Yeah, that was that, just that works. It wasn't it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Uh number two, excited. Bro. There you go. That's it. <laughs> okay, that one you nailed. You got an F on upset, excited, you nailed it. A plus. What was the first one again? Upset. Bro. No, that's mad, Slee. <laughs> Don't do I take it easy. Something bad happened. Something bad happened. They you found out that somebody that you really liked that lost their job. What do you say? Bro. There you go. That's the one. That's upset. That's a good that, way to that's explain upset. it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, but Number- I could be upset at you for opening up a Heineken can and it splashed all over me. <laughs> Number three, disappointed. Bro. <laughs> now we're cooking. That was good. That was good. Come on, bro. Yeah, that that's the Heineken splashed on you because I tried the Better Call Saul experiment. That's that one. Bro, what are you doing? All right. Uh, number four, confused. Bro. Bro. <laughs> Good. Bro. Yeah, we're getting you got a future, Slee. And then number five. Why do I think Bellinger when I think of that one? <laughs> well, because it was confused, which yeah. feels why okay. So, see now you've gotten me on a Cody Bellinger. Wait, 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 wait. One of my favorite quotes is when you say even Bellinger, like sometimes the bat just finds the ball. The ball hits the bat. There's the difference between the bat hitting the ball and the ball hitting the bat. That, to me, is so funny that any time he does anything now, turned on one yesterday, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's a perfect example. (laughs) Ball hit the bat. Yeah, there's the so this is again this is a little league take. There are guy. some kids that will hit the ball with their bat. There are other kids that you try to have to hit the bat with the ball because they swing the bat in the same spot every time. I can't say that about Bellinger. It sounds like he's eleven. Well, coming to the plate, he's hitting two. He's got orange slices waiting for him, no matter what the result is. Because. How can somebody be that good of an outfielder, that plugged in, yeah. that that just aware yep. of the entire yep. process, mm-hmm. and then crawl into the batter's box with a, bro? <laughs> I don't understand how those two. Because in the outfield, coming after being a rookie of the year and an MVP, yeah, Cody the in the outfield hell? is, oh, I got this, bro. Mm-hmm. And on the bases, it's bro, I got it. In the batter's box, it's bro, bro. <laughs> A little bit different. Bro, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> there you go. scared. Ready for your last one? There's, okay. you get, I think you're going to nail it. So All we've right. done uh, upset, excited, disappointed, and confused. Yep. And now the last one is surprise. Bro. 
That sounded a lot like no another one. I, no, I think you got it. Yeah, yeah. I think other than upset, which we eventually got to, I think the, I didn't change it three times. I did no. Did the, the, same the last one when your best friend lost his job, you you found the right lane because before you were like accusing him of doing something. I get needed fired. like a full movie storyline <laughs> to fill into that role. Yeah, like all actors, what's my backstory? Why? Why did I get here? How? How am, why am I, I here? Doing this? Right. Why am I doing this thing that they're putting on the page? What got me to this point? It's good. I should be an acting coach, chef, radio host, home run hitter, acting, acting coach. coach. These are the things that I'm good at. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit progressive.com. So the Rams projected to finish at 12 and five, which Take feels that. really, really good, yeah. especially considering the schedule that they play. Chargers, the other team in SoFi Stadium, eleven and six, so very very close, one game less. Um, that also, feel, if this were not the Los Angeles Chargers, if this were the Indianapolis Colts, with that personnel, with that schedule, okay. I would say yeah, eleven and six sounds mm-hmm. about right for those guys. But because <laughs> they're the Chargers, pause? it's like I don't know. They could be fifteen and two, or they could be nine and eight. Probably not fifteen and two. Who knows? They're really, really. They, okay, can I? Can I, I, I almost said? Can I, I almost give it said to you? they're really good. Yep. They have really good players. Let, let me let me give it to you. Okay. To start the season off, home game against the Raiders, even though it's not a home game, win or a loss, toss up. Um, I say they win. Yeah. Okay. I say they win the first game. Wait, what? What is the down and distance, and how many are they ahead by in the fourth quarter? I'm gonna what need down is it? <laughs> what is it fourth is it? and six, and yeah. they on their own eleven yard line with a six point lead? Because okay. then they're gonna lose because they'll go for it. How many timeouts does he have too? All right. How many so, what? How many timeouts time does Staley right. have? Okay, so we got one and zero then. Okay. At KC, loss one and one. Home against Jacksonville, win two and one. At Houston, win three and one. At Cleveland, win. Okay, I'll I'll, just, I'll let you do it. Four you know why? Nine. Because Deshaun Watson's not going to play quarterback that day. Mm-hmm. He will. That's four games into the season. He will not be playing quarterback. So think for the about Browns think about point. the schedule that they had to start off. Yeah, you get Jacksonville, Houston, and Cleveland in three games in a row. So you got them at four and one. Okay, Denver at home, win five and one. Seattle at home, win six and one. Then you got to buy. Okay. At Atlanta, win seven and one. They'll find a way to lose. They're not going to win. Gonna, that many in they a row. won't win seven okay. of their first eight games. But, but yes. seven, seven and one based off this schedule. At Frisco, loss. Home against KC, loss. So we still got them with seven. Seven and three. Um, at Arizona, win. Well, has Kyler Murray turned in his homework assignment for the he week? He has turned it in. Okay, so they still they they beat the they beat the okay because the Cardinals are bad in the second half of the season. At Raiders. Loss. They're going to split with the Raiders. We gave them one. We'll take another one off the board. Home against Miami. Home uh, Win. What do you got him now? Eight That's or nine? Nine. Nine. Home against Tennessee. Uh, give it a win. Uh, okay. Yeah. Ten. At Indy. Loss. Rams. Rams. Loss. At Denver. Loss. So you got him at ten. Yeah. Ten or eleven. Yeah. Their schedule is a lot easier. Oh, it's 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 infinitely. But easier. even in that division, but you're not you're not you let this is an exercise that is useful if we're talking about somebody that doesn't have a long and colorful history 100%. of just having weird stuff happen to you. Know him. what's funny? I don't know if it was on NFL Network that final game between the Raiders and the Chargers was on was on recently. Yeah. Okay? 
And it was such a entertaining game. I stopped on it, and I'm just the game is playing out. And you kind of went back to it. You're like, how do they do it? How do they find a way? And this is somebody that's followed the Chargers his entire life. How do they find a way? Doesn't it feel like they're franchises that just find the Clippers at times? You're just like, how do you find a way to lose? Mm-hmm. And you got other organizations like, how do they find a way to freaking win every single time? Chargers is a perfect explanation. Whether they won 12 games or they won nine, it'd be like, oh, well, I guess that's just the Chargers. They, they will win nine games because they charger it up. That that's the answer, and it could be a weird call by the coach. It could be a special team snafu. They're kind of stacked. It too. could be just a, a, an interception. Oh, they're they're really they're really really good. But you were saying you watched that game the other day. I, I was I don't want to say arguing with somebody on Twitter. We were discussing yep. the Chargers on, on Twitter the other day, and he's like, "No, Staley. The reason that they were in the position is because he's really aggressive, and they go for it." I understand yep. the idea of being aggressive, but brother. There's also if, just if sheer just, stupidity. If you just sit there and do nothing, you, the, the, every team, there are 32 teams in camp right now. Mm-hmm. The goal of every team out of the is 32 to make get to the playoffs. the playoffs. There's a smaller group where the goal is to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But 32 teams make the playoffs. And all he had to do was sit there and count to 30, and they go to the postseason. He decided not to do that. That's not good. That's that's a problem. Yeah, that's just one of many things during the season. You're like, but even with all doing? of the other wacky decisions, right? Even they're with, still in position. You're still there. Just mm-hmm. don't make one more wacky decision, and they're in it. Do you remember the call? Do you remember the call where they're like, uh, no? Did he, he they, just call timeout. They called timeout. Why would he it call timeout? Forced the Raiders to have to run run a play. another play. Right. So now the Raiders had that. The Raiders were looking at each other like, we're, we're good, right? We're just going to let this thing expire. And timeout's like, no, nope. all right, now we got to run a play. They got a first down. They I kick a field goal. They win was. the game. I forget what it was. It was a Raider it's talking. Insane. It was a Raider talking to a Charger. And I'm, I'm drawing a blank on who it was. And he was telling him, yeah, we were just going to run the clock out. I think it was Eckler. Eckler was being – somebody was talking yeah, I think to you're Eckler. Right. I think you're right. And, and he was telling him, like, we were just about to run the clock Nuts. out. And Eckler's like, oh, my. Slee, imagine if that decision, whatever the equivalent of that decision is, I'm not even going to do a hypothetical. Imagine if Dave Roberts did something where all he had to do was do nothing and you go to the playoffs and he did something and they were out. Imagine if Darvin Ham this upcoming season, all he has to do is sit there and do nothing and they go to the playoffs, only he decides to call timeout and they don't. Sean McVay did it. Like There would be chaos Dave Roberts could like, be 30 <laughs> games over 500 in June and makes one bad call, and people are saying he can't run a local <laughs> IHOP. <laughs> I believe Damn it's it. IHOP. I was trying to think of a different one. <laughs> I think it was actually – it yeah, kind of went a local down the and, and <laughs> those, those aren't bad, by the way. Um, the Chargers didn't ever win. Ha! Chargers. I know. No one ever, no one's even mad. Just bizarre. Factor Cap is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Bro. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Bros. What's up? Broskies. Going? Uh Last night uh, was interesting. Uh, I was watching The Bachelor in addition to all the uh, Better Call Sauls that I watched, obviously. You made uh, time for that? Yep, exactly. Okay. So, um, as part of one of the dates last night, they went to uh, SoFi Stadium. But they didn't, like, play football or anything. All they did is they walked in in, like, cocktail wear and then just went and had drinks. They were at like, the uh, Burning Spear concert. <laughs> yeah, YouTube the YouTube theater. theater. Yeah. No, but it was it was so weird. They dressed it up so interestingly. Like they had couches in the middle of the field. It was so strange. And I just thought I'd share. It was interesting to see this place uh all on display like that. It had that. nothing to do with football? Nothing to do with football. It was so <laughs> weird. It's a nice place. <laughs> and the girls were like, Oh wow, it's so fine stadium and they had no idea like really what happened there. So it was funny. So McDonald's has been raising its prices uh without about people the noticing. Defense. <laughs> you guys think they're gonna miss Hecker? Oh, yeah. Johnny Hacker was an important part of this team for a long time. <laughs> do you get the, the your, your is it roses on the bachelor? Yes. Do you your your rose will depend on your takeaway from uh Joe Camillus's decision to walk away from Johnny Hecker on the special team. What's team? the loan on this place? <laughs> What's the interest rate? So uh McDonald's isn't raising its prices without people really noticing. So you wouldn't notice a price hike at your favorite fast food place. Travis, Dr. Cap. Uh, fact, it, it would have to be like significant, right? Like just to use round numbers, if something cost four dollars and all of a sudden it cost eight, I would notice. But if it went four oh, to went five, four to six, you're not going to notice. I don't think I would. I don't think I would. Would Chris believe you if he was here? Yeah, I because look, I I don't. I'm not paying super close. I'm going through that line. Yeah. For one reason, I need salt and fat, and I need it right now. Okay, that those those are the only reasons there that I, that I'm there. And if they said, okay, that'll be five eighty five, yeah, great. If they said that'll be eight eighty five, okay, I, I'm really not going to stop and think about it too. I much. don't believe them. Yeah, it's too high of a increase. I don't think so. Five eighty five to eight eighty five. Okay, so I, I would notice it, but this is where I would notice it, and this is where I'd be blind. Starbucks went. My cup of coffee used to be, I think, two sixty five. Then they went to two ninety five. Ooh. Then I had to go to Amanda, and we had to have a long conversation about what we do from here moving forward. Inflation. Right? Inflation. You really noticed a 30-cent bump? 100% I did. But I only noticed it because it's a cup of coffee. I, it's always the same exact price. I get it every single morning. However, I go to the grocery store, and I go buy some stuff. I have no idea if those grapes are now more expensive. Yeah, those $3 grapes are five. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if the bread that I was getting before, if it's a lot higher now. I don't know if the produce went up. I don't know 
you, the only thing something. I might notice is the protein. But if you because know, chicken went from basically five dollars to one hundred and eighty dollars. Round numbers though, if you spend a hundred dollars a week at the grocery store, yeah, and you've been spending a hundred dollars a week at the grocery store for a year, yep. and all of a sudden it's like, wait, why is it one forty? I get the same things every. You'd notice that you wouldn't know where it was, but you're right. It's that same thing every week, every time. If Henri raised his prices, I would notice. Okay. the <laughs> The other thing too is. Because, like, if if hypothetically, the way we talk about gas, hey, gas prices are higher, they're higher, everybody notices it and everybody knows it because it's also talked about a ton. If you tell me this item is so much more expensive than it used to be, then I'm probably going to pay more attention to it. If you don't tell me that, I might not notice. Taylor? Yeah, with gas, we drive by it every day, so we see it too. Um, But this is fact for me, so I don't know the... Like, the individual items, what they all cost. Starbucks got us, But the total, I would notice for sure. So, uh, do you guys remember Joe Burrow's elaborate styles in the postseason this year? I oh, do. Yeah. yeah, he he kind of like set the tone. For, he kind of uh, had like a 1980s prom king thing going on. Right, exactly. Or so, some other stuff in the 70s, but yeah. <laughs> What's kind of funny is that Jamar Chase came out and said uh, that Joe always asked me to shop for him and drop and drop it off at his house. Essentially, Jamar Chase has been doing all of Joe's shopping because mm. uh, Joe doesn't really care about it, and he has lots of money to spend. So, my question for you guys is, uh, you would let each other shop for each other. So, Travis, you would let Slee shop for you. Slee, you would let Travis shop shop for you. Slee, I'll start with you. I think I know what I could get Trav. What worries me is what you'd get me, because I could just go to I could go to Costco and be good to go. Like in my regular trip to Costco, you're looking for in the event that this ever goes down, you're yeah. looking for purple tags. Let me just give you a heads up. Okay, if it doesn't have a purple tag, it doesn't fit. And I could give you a Kirkland shirt and yeah. jeans, and you'd be like, "Bro, fine, thank you so much, man. Thank you. This means a lot to me, yeah. to Susan, to the entire family." <laughs> but I think if it came to you having to get me stuff, no, I could get you stuff. You'd be fine. I'd, I'd get yeah. you. I'd get you a La Paz hat. I'd get you some tight T-shirts <laughs> and some pants, and you'd be good to go. Couple go extra of hoodies. Small. Like I know, I know exactly your lane. I That's no. awesome. Now, if, if you were asking me to like outfit you style, stylistically, I, uh-huh. I, I'm not your man. Well, I know you could get me clothes. Yeah, no, but I would. I <laughs> if you said to me, I need you to go find me ten things that you I will wear. I'd come back. All ten things I pick, you would wear. Small T-shirts, La Paz hats, hoodies, and pants. Uh, that's funny. That's kind of funny. I got you covered. Taylor, I'm going to change yours to be, would you let me pick out your outfits? So, Taylor, Fred or Cap? Uh, Cap. I'm, I don't know. I'm pretty particular, I guess, <laughs> about what I put on. I'm, I'm sure you could find, you know, some, some denim or some hats laying around. But... Flannels, T-shirts. Yeah. but yeah, How uh, hard could it be? I, yeah, she could cover you. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> but no. would you trust Trevor at, uh, Slee? Nah. I wouldn't trust this either. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't I know what to get sleep. I have I have ten things in my closet that he would wear. Now they might be a little, little large. Yeah, I like to wear it oversized. Okay, uh, well it, it would it would not be. like four times oversized. <laughs> yeah, it would be. He would look. Remember when you were seven and you'd put on your dad's suit and you'd be like down to the floor. That's what it would look like. Only instead of long, because Taylor's taller than me, it would just be way too wide. <laughs> it would be like it'd be like if you drew a stick guy and then put him in regular size clothes. So uh, it's National New Jersey Day, so I'm sure we're all going to be celebrating today. So I I lived in New Jersey for Polly. Polly's from there. <laughs> yep, Polly's from New Jersey. Uh, they're known for their pizza and their bagels. So my question is, you would have a hard time going gluten free, especially because you would have to give up things like pizza and bagels. Taylor, fetch cap. 
I could never do this. It's it's mostly carbs, right? Is that is that the overlap with gluten? Yeah, essentially. Yeah, uh, count me out. I I feel bad for people that you know have to have to do that diet, but I could not partake. Trev, I I'll be. I'll be... 100%. I don't know what I'd be giving up. I know it's bread, basically, well, no, right? It's, it's gluten. <laughs> Thank it's, you, Al. It's carbs, oh. essentially. You had to go carb-free. But is there, like, is gluten in beer? Is yes. gluten, okay. Um, so you'd have to go to, like, ciders or wine. Like, wine's wine, fine. Wine's fine. Yeah. I could do, yeah, no, but bread, potatoes have gluten? No, potatoes are fine. You could have, okay. you could have french fries. You could have potatoes. Okay. Uh... Still want my bread, Slee. No, I don't. I don't need to live a gluten-free lifestyle. I, that's something I don't. But have you to could do, do it. I mean, if you needed could. to, you could do it. <laughs> How long we gotta do it for? Uh, Thirty let's days. Just say a year. Damn, that's no. a lot longer. I, than I, I, thought. I really enjoy. It. Let me just do paint it, a picture for you. Do it for sixty days. You sit down at that table. You're in a nice restaurant, and yep. here comes that bat. It's all folded up in that nice white napkin. You open it up. The steam comes yes. out. And there's that soft butter that's on the table. Yep. You crack that roll open, mm-hmm. and the steam comes out. Yep. Yeah, no, no, gluten free. No, I'm eating that roll. I'd last the no. Day I, or two. I wouldn't say gluten free. I'd say 44 more days left. <laughs> I'll be. You're back far more disciplined than I am. 44. I could never do it. Never do it. All right. So, uh, regardless of how you d- you left your previous work, running into old coworkers is always awkward. Travis, Dr. Cap. No, uh, Cap. Cap. It, it, the the part that it's a cap is the way you qualified it. It depends on how you left. Yeah. Right. There are places that I have left under really positive circumstances, and it's exciting to see those guys. Hey, man, how you been? It's good to catch up. Good you been. And then there's the opposite where it is a little awkward, right? But if uh, you know, hopefully you leave. How many jobs have you left under less than ideal circumstances? Last job. Yeah. Okay. But that was over 12 years ago. So you run into him tonight at uh, the donut shop. It's 8.58. Which person is in. this? An old the, co-worker or the person the that... The person that you left awkwardly with. Yeah. Is it weird? Yeah, it would be. No question <laughs> about it. 12 years, years later? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it would I be hope weird. it happens. Would be weird. Yeah. Now, it would be awesome, too, is if we both just was like, hey, forget about it, and let's just have a good time. That would be awesome, but I don't think that would happen. Yeah, awkward breakup slash firing slash dismissals slash quittings. They don't really heal super great. You know what makes it what makes it awkward too? It depends how long it's been since you've seen that person. So if you ran into that person a few years ago, maybe that's not that big of a deal. But go without seeing somebody for over ten years, that's a little weird. It's like I don't know what this person's been doing for the last ten years. I, certainly, my life is a lot different than the last ten years. It, and I'm sure if you do connect with that person, you kind of go back to some type of normalcy. But it's just that initial, I haven't seen this person in that long. You either go back to, you remember all the good stuff, or you're like, oh, I remember how you left. It's one or the other. <laughs> There's not, it's not a mixed bag. It's, I still hate your guts, or it's been 10 years, let's move forward. Yeah. It's one or the other. Taylor, what about you? So I ran I ran into a bunch of my old coworkers yesterday at the, the Offspring show. It was a KROQ event, and I saw a lot of them that I haven't seen in a couple of years, so... For some, it's awkward. I mean, the ones that you are truly friends with, you never said goodbye to uh, to begin with. So it's it can be awkward. You know, you go through the formalities of it. Sounds emotional. Yeah. I kind of thought Taylor <laughs> was going to cry right there. Go through the formalities of it, you know, saying, oh, what are you doing now? And, oh, my goodness, congratulations. And just, you know, yeah. I'm just an awkward person to begin with. So, it, yes. It's always <laughs> weird, too, when you, when you do that. Well, So what have you been like? Am I supposed – because if we work in the same industry, like I feel like I should know, only I don't know because I don't – really pay attention sure. to it. It's, worrying about they, your own life. And especially yeah. if they know your story and mm-hmm. you don't know theirs, that is that is a very awkward moment. 
All right, guys, I have one last one for you guys. So three years ago today was when, I don't know if you guys remember this, but when grasshoppers descended on Las Vegas. So like a huge swarm of grasshoppers descended Vaguely, on Las Vegas. yeah. Yeah, so that was three years ago today. So you can't do bugs. Travis, Dr. Cap. I'm okay with bugs. Like there are other things that really give me the willies, but like if I had grasshoppers or crickets or spiders or mosquitoes, I'm going to put ants. in a Ants are really gross. Like the ants I want to carve out for ants too, but no, I, I'm, I'm okay with bugs. As long as they're not inside my home, I can deal with it. Yeah. Alan? I'm okay with them too. I, I don't got a problem. I mean, go camping. You're like, all right, you can't worry about that stuff. Stop Mosquitoes freaking get me, bro. Mosquitoes. Gross. And they come after me. They see me a mile away. It's the best I part of California. It's the best part of California. And don't tell me, but they're really, I mean, they're some, but not like other places. Yeah, Emily, you're an East Coaster. You know bugs. Yeah, when I was in Rhode Island, I got covered yeah. in bug the bites South? and I couldn't sleep. Texas? Yep. Get out of here. Yeah. Forget Taylor? it. 46 million grasshoppers. Is that a lot? Inundated. Every, hey, everything's fine. You ever had a grasshopper <laughs> land in your skin, though? Just land on you? They're heavy. Yeah, they, their legs are just sticky. It's yeah. kind of unnerving, but I can handle bugs. It's okay. It's yeah, fine, I'm not sleep. a bug person. It's just one of the plagues from the Bible that here come the locusts. <laughs> and on, like, Las Vegas, the, right. <laughs> the most yeah, exactly. simple place ever. Ground zero of the Should have seen the Bellagio that night. Ugh, no. Hard, hard pass on that. All right, um... I heard something hilarious yesterday out of the mouth of Steve Ballmer. I'll tell you what it is next, Lee. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. So how many of the people you ran into at the concert, Taylor, were people you were excited as opposed to, yeah, I, there's a reason I've never reached out to you in the last, how long have you been gone? Uh, since 2019. Okay, so last three years I haven't touched it's base with you, and there's it's a good. reason. How many people? Probably half of them. Yeah. yeah. Half, so, like, saw my yeah. old supervisor, wasn't really trying to have a long conversation. Nah. Do you want to consider our off, or do you want to continue our off-air conversation? I thought it was. <laughs> how are you? That's the, the equivalent of you sending really me nuclear bomb. Good uh, conversation. Yeah, no, no. And the way you talk about it when we do talk about it, it's so matter of fact. 
and the way you look at me is so direct and like I'm sharing real truths with you, Al. I'm yeah. just saying get your affairs in order. But can you just think <laughs> think about that? Think about that. What we were talking about uh-huh. by the time it ended and then the commer- and the, the music just comes back on and it's like, yeah, no, hey, nothing just we're happened. We're good. We're good. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive what do you think? Insurance. How games are the Chargers going to win? Yeah, Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll win less than they probably should is the answer for the Chargers. <laughs> They'll help you bundle Somebody your home and car insurance together so you can say the Charger fans always do. Bundle today at Progressive.com. The Chargers are easy to dismiss for the same reason that this topic, I think, is hilarious to me. Um, I want to play this for you. It's the same uh, thing. This is Steve Ballmer mm-hmm. um, talking to Ohm Youngmasuk uh, on Sports Center uh, about the new arena that they're building right across the street from SoFi. And Ohm asked him a question about L.A. being a Laker town. You said this is a Laker town. No. Laker Clipper. And someday I want to be able to say Clipper Laker. I think it's another statement that says, hey, look, we're nobody's little brother. We're a real team. At the end of the day... <laughs> We still got to win games. We got to win championships. If we can give that to Clipper Nation and fulfill my responsibility as a steward, then I'll feel good. So I don't know which part I like the most that it is a him saying it's not a Laker town, that yep. it's a Laker Clipper town, and then doubling down with, well, maybe one day it'll be a Clipper Laker town. We're not anybody's little brother. Yes, I have one sibling. Okay, my brother, my brother Sean is two years younger than I am. Okay, he will always be my little brother. He will never be the older brother because just that's not how time works. This is what the Clippers will be. They can be good. He's right. They can have a good team. They can have a cool arena. But this, it, it's that kind of stuff that makes you go, "Come on, man, you're 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 doing it all wrong." Build your arena. Have your wall of sound. Have all those cool things. Rebrand yourself with with different uniforms and colors and all those things. That's cool. But just the the Laker piece of it. Don't com- compete in the NBA. Don't compete with the Lakers. It's a it is a losing fight for you. So I, I never really understand that one because I, I, I've said this before. And I, let, let me give some let me give some props to Steve Ballmer for a quick second. Chav, you bought the team back in two thousand and fifteen. Does anything tell you that Steve Ballmer is not interested in winning? No. Okay. He bought the team back in 2015, and whatever he's got the ability to do, whether it's the front office, whether it's going out and trading assets to go get guys like Paul George, Kawhi obviously comes to the Clippers, whatever he can possibly do in his control, do I got to pay $400 million to go by the forum so then I could go build my own stadium because I have no chance of creating my own identity if I'm sharing arena with arguably the most popular sports team in the world in the Los Angeles Lakers. Right. I really respect what he's doing. I really do. But what you just kind of mentioned right there, I don't understand. That's the part I don't understand about the connection with this is maybe not the best example. Mets and the Yankees are playing each other right now. They just started, I think, a three-game set yesterday, whatever the case is. Imagine if the new owner of the Mets, Steve Cohen, who, by the way, is putting together a fantastic squad, has a lot of money, you know, all that stuff. And the Mets have actually a rich history that's much better than the Los Angeles Clippers. But they ain't the Yankees. But they ain't the Yankees. (laughs) Imagine him where you feel like not once, not twice, not four times, not five. How many times? Why? Why does that keep coming up? I mean, you know what? My response would be in a situation like that is I, I can't. I cannot compete with the Los Angeles Lakers. I can't. Do you know how iconic of a brand that is? But I'll tell you what we can do here in L.A. We carve our little piece. 
and there are Clipper fans here. And you know what else I can control? I could control the quality of the team, our front office, building our own stadium, giving you the best and absolute um, uh, experience if you come out to a game. Mm-hmm. I can control those things. Get out of that conversation with the Lakers. Pick fights you can win, right? And, and, and go win, like both metaphorically and literally. Yeah, yeah. Win by getting out of the building. Win by building something down uh, across the street from SoFi that is a truly singular experience. You can do that. Which, by the way, is going to be awesome. Yeah, the fact cool. that they're doing all that and Inglewood's becoming the no new question. LA Live, whatever you Build want to call it. Build your place and have it be the place that everybody's got to see. I've told everybody that I've run into for the last um, entire season, the last Ram season, since I went through um, it for the first time, you got, you got to go. I don't like the Rams. I don't care. Go. You you need to see this, and I guarantee you, not because I said it, but because somebody went in to see SoFi, had a great time, were blown away by everything that goes on in there, and they said, let's go back, and they will become Rams fans just because it's a fun day out. Clippers can do the same thing. But this idea that, hey, you know, well, we're going to turn this from a a Laker-Clipper town to a Clipper-Laker, no, never. Don't pick that fight. What you want to do is... Our singular, we're going to build a, a singular arena. We're going to win our first ever NBA championship. Those are the two things 100%. that we're working on. And when we do that, then we can worry about getting our second one. And then we can worry about getting one after that. But this, just to quote Will Smith, keep the Lakers out of your mouth. You get nothing out of it. Every time you mention them, everybody goes, okay, cool, brother. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, go do that. And you keep this like, you know, they've had a clownish image for a long time. And nobody takes them really all that serious, right? And they haven't. And even to even to today, they went out and they got Paul George and well, Kawhi. Draymond's what have they joke done? at the ESPYS. That's right, Draymond's joke. You were mentioning that last week. I just think I think ultimately, if and maybe you know maybe just bomber he gets stuck in this. Maybe he just wants the attention too, and he thinks this is good media. I don't know. Whatever the hell the the, the reasoning is behind it, bro. Just go win. Your squad still hasn't won a championship. You still have never been to the NBA Finals. Just go win. All that other stuff, I think, will take care of itself. Stop trying to – you're competing with the Lakers. But the other stuff can't be the Lakers, right? It, it has to be – we're going to win our first title. Yeah, if you win a championship. Yeah, cool. That's – But even then, uh, that, don't mention – just say, we won. Absolutely. We're the champs. And we're going to hang a banner, and, and we're going to throw a party. And by the way, you won't have to say anything because right. you won a championship. Right. Yeah, and and here here's what it is. When somebody like Alan Slee or Travis Rogers, whoever, say, "Hey, do you feel like you've closed the gap on the Lakers?" You know what the answer is? We just won our first championship. We're going to enjoy this. We're going to try to go get number two. Mm-hmm. That's it. They, they, can't they, control the last fifty years. Can't control. But since- don't say it. Mm-hmm. Just like they're they're the Suns to me. They're the Dallas Mavericks. They're the Houston Sacramento Rockets. Kings. They're a team I have to compete with. <laughs> right? Not the Sacramento. They they should join the NBA one of these days. They should when Shohei gets to the major leagues. I was just going to say the yeah, Kings you, should join. You the use ma- that. The NBA. You use that line. You got to mix it up. Well, no, I, and when you said it, I was like, wait, no, he used that earlier, and it was good earlier too. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's, it's pitching. It's material. Right? Up, down, in, yeah. out, slow, fast. This is how you got to do. Did it. I tell you um, with my cousin when I was cousin Lee? I was using the same material when I pulled into SoFi about I, parking. I feel like I was in the cab with you guys. I feel like co- cousin Slee and I made eye contact in the universe, like. Yeah, here we are again. Mm-hmm. I I feel you. Call me cousin Slee is what he said. It's my favorite. It's my favorite moment of the ESPYS. <laughs> Mostly because we didn't win, but other than that, it was no. Call me cousin Slee. But we got damn right. I will. S- we got so close to handing an award to somebody. 
Well, we did hand one to somebody. Raul. Raul. He's got one. We don't, but he does. I'm telling you, we get like 1% ownership of that uh, each just because it was from our show. It's better than the 0% ownership we have right now. Dodgers getting ready to close up their series with the Nationals. Juan Soto coming to L.A. Is that a thing that could realistically happen this season? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.